Hello and welcome to the podcast, Life is More. My name is Steve Martin, and this podcast is designed to offer a focused five-minute devotional that you can use to strengthen your faith. I want to thank you for joining me today, and let's get started. Hello, everybody. I'm glad you could join me. Uh, If you are listening to these on a daily basis, then happy Thursday. I'm glad you're back. Uh, We've been looking this week at a passage of Scripture from Luke chapter 9, and it's uh, part of Jesus's narrative where he is having a conversation with his disciples about his own identity. And we've looked at who the crowd thinks Jesus is and then who the disciples thought he was. And then yesterday, uh, Jesus explaining what it means to be the Christ. And so today we want to follow up with that in verse 23, uh, where Jesus then lets us know the implications for us as a Christ follower. What does it mean for Jesus to be the Christ and make the choice to follow him? And the word I want to focus on today is the word must. You know, that came up yesterday as Jesus was explaining to them about Christ being the Christ, that he must suffer and be rejected and be killed. And then here in verse 23, to be a follower, we must be willing to sacrifice, to deny ourselves and pick up our cross daily. Why must we? Why do we have to do that? I mean, I'm somebody who appreciates choice. Look, I have a lot of options and choices in my life. When I get to the word must, it sounds pretty limiting. I must do it. But when we're convinced that Jesus is who he says he is, then from that point forward, we realize that in faith, we know that God's will, a divine will, has entered into the equation. Right? Jesus followed his path because he said his father put him on that path. It was God's will. It was his father's will. And likewise, if we choose to follow him, then that path is God's will for us as well. God directed Jesus down a sacrificial path. And so his will directs us down that path as well. Now, following directions and telling, being told that I have to go just one way, that's also a struggle for me at times. Sometimes I really like, for example, in my car, my navigation system, when it's telling me I need to go a certain way to uh, make the best time. I like that. But sometimes when there's a problem up ahead, uh, it'll tell me to take a route or stay on a path, and I, I might not necessarily agree. Not that I have any more knowledge. As a matter of fact, I guaranteed have less knowledge than this program probably does about traffic patterns and problems. But I have been known occasionally to try my own end around. And that happened recently uh, when I was trying to get somewhere uh, down in the Oakland area and I got stuck in traffic. And as I stared at red brake lights in front of me going nowhere, I thought I could get off one exit early and do an end around And so I got off the freeway and immediately the navigation system was saying, turn around, make a U-turn, get back on the freeway. This is not a good idea. But I thought, no, that was terrible on the freeway. I'm going to get off. This is a good idea. Until I went about another block or two and then realized that other people had had the idea and it was worse on the side streets. It was just totally locked up. So I made my U-turn, got back on the freeway and sat there of the lesser of the two bad options. The truth is, I don't have to listen to Siri, and I don't have to listen to God if he says must. I guess I could just sit and be stuck in my life. I could find myself going nowhere. Uh, I could take my own knowledge and my own guesses and carve my own path, see how that goes. But the reality is that over time, I've quickly learned that God's path is 
the best path. It's pretty smart to listen to his wisdom and to trust his navigation for our lives. And so if God is saying you must, to be a Christ follower, you must go down this road as well, a road of sacrifice and self-denial and a road of picking up your cross daily, then that's what I need to do, right? It's like Jesus, I'm choosing others on this road to be better than myself. It's a path, it's a road he gives us of the denial of self in the service of believing God and believing God will honor us and lift us up in the end. We're people who would say in 2 Corinthians 5 that we are compelled by Christ's love. Um, It compels us to move forward. So to know Jesus as the Christ, that's big. To understand that the Christ came here to suffer, that's even deeper, right? But now we're challenged to take the same path ourselves, to freely deny ourselves and go down that road because God told us we must. And if you're willing to follow, uh, what could that self-sacrifice look like for your life today? What could it look like at home? What could it look like at work or at school or in your neighborhood? Um, Let's consider that and let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for this path of self-sacrifice, even when we admit we don't always understand how it's going to be played out. But Father, give us the strength and the courage to follow as Jesus did. And Father, we just love you and we thank you in him. Amen. All right. Thanks again for joining me today. I'll look forward to connecting with you tomorrow.